Hey guys, welcome to Right Way, a podcast where we give you insight to make informed decisions about your writing career. I'm your host, Rhea Fry, multi-published author and CEO and founder of Right Way. And I'm Joe Tower, writer, media producer, and Right Way's executive editor. On this podcast, Rhea and I will take an inside look at the publishing industry with honest and straightforward shop talk. So when you do get published, you'll know exactly what to do the right way. This is a Soul Fire production. Hey guys, welcome back to another Right Way podcast. Today we are talking about one of my favorite subjects is of it all the- time. <laughs> it actually is because right, right. Um, so many people who come to us for, for business, it all hinges, publishing in general hinges upon the strength of your author platform. So today we are talking about five specific ways to build an author platform. Wait for it when you hate social media. (laughs) Do you hate Um, social media? Yes, you probably do. uh, Yeah. So, you know, Joe and I have been talking a lot about uh, social media in general, both on the podcast and personally. And, you know, I think that there's a big misconception with what an author platform even is. So many Mm. people who want to get published don't really understand that terminology. I think it's very misused and people only think it's about how many followers you have. So today we really hope to kind of clear up some of those common misconceptions. Yeah. And to start off, I think it's always um, good to first discuss what an author platform isn't uh, before exactly. we get into what, a, what an author platform is. Um, obviously, uh, in the era of social media, it really has become about followers, about views, about likes. Um, but uh, if an author platform is, like a, is definitely a lot more than that. Um, uh, it's not about, uh, author platform isn't about just bringing attention to yourself or like, you know, like we say, like hopping on social media or screaming at everyone that you can find online or offline and saying, look at me, look at me. It's not just like, yeah, it's not some like kind of like self-serving, like uh, screeching from the mountaintop. Um, Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think it is just marketing or promotion or publicity or like, yeah, like you said, just putting yourself out there, whether it's on social media and it, it goes so far beyond that. Or, or people think like, oh, well, I can just buy my followers. I can just right. buy my community. And then if I have a big following, then then I have a platform, then I can get a book deal. And it doesn't really work like that. I think that's a, a really common misconception um, around what a true, authentic, longstanding author platform really is. Yeah. And and I think something else is it's it, it's not, and this is something that you and I have confronted uh, as as entrepreneurs and, and with our business is it's not a short game. This uh, building oh, an author platform boy. is a definite like long game. There's no there's no easy way to do it that that doesn't involve some cultivation, a lot of cultivation, a lot of curation, and and a lot of time. Yeah. And I mean, you know, just speaking from personal experience and and with our clients, like, you know, there is a little bit of a difference and we've touched upon this a bit, but with the author platform and the necessity for author platform for fiction writers versus nonfiction. Now for fiction writers, you know, you don't have to come to the table with a really established author platform. Sometimes the strength of your work is enough 
to land you a publishing deal, um, which is something really attractive to me specifically about the fiction world. It's not just about your platform. It really does still matter about the work. Now, the publisher still wants to be able to sell thousands and thousands of books. They're still going to look you up. They still want to know, you know, that you have some sort of visibility or digital footprint. Um, but in the nonfiction world, I talk about one of my most successful clients and dear friends all the time, Jessica Zweig, but you know, she did get a six figure book deal. Her book's coming out in February and she did everything right from the beginning. She built her platform, which again, we're going to define what that actually is, <laughs> but she mm. built her platform first. She built her business first. She found her community first. And then she said, you know what? I need a book to kind of go along with this and legitimize me in a different capacity to a different audience, exposing her to a different readership. And I believe that she got that six figure deal because of all the due diligence she did ahead of time. And it took years and years and years of cultivation. This isn't an overnight thing. Yeah. And Amberly Lago, the same. I, we yes. talked to her, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago and it was the same kind of thing. And I think the other thing we learned, the other element that we learned there is rely on yourself, like depend yep. I think one of the things that an author platform is most certainly not social media or not is it's not just that kind of like empty, empty promotion on, on Instagram. It's not something you can't yep. just rely uh, on the platform itself or the hashtags to get you where you need to go. A successful platform depends totally on you. Completely. And let's, let's talk about what it is. Yes, what it is, which is, you know, again, such a, it's something that's like, oh yeah, author platform, but then no one really like breaks it down. And um, in this digital course that we're going to be launching in January, hopefully called Six Figure Book Proposals, there's actually a graphic around what an author platform is composed of. And it's kind of surprising when you break it down. It's like, oh, okay, I have some of these things. So the mm -hmm. number one thing is expertise, expertise hmm. in your yeah. field, specifically for nonfiction. This doesn't really, you know, translate to fiction, but 25% of an author platform needs to be around your expertise. So whatever it is that although you're writing you're about. Fiction writer, although if you're a fiction writer, there okay. is um, some amount of expertise would probably, would you, would you say that maybe expertise would qualify, like, particularly if you're like a genre writer or you're noted as a genre writer or you've you've built a platform as a specific genre writer like if you jumped into another uh, another sure. genre you might have to you know that might still be a, a large part of that of that equation yeah absolutely i mean that's a really good point i think if you're starting out as a fiction writer you know you're not really going to have quote unquote expertise but right, but again right. when we're when we're discussing platform it's it's so much more about that nonfiction author um in their realm so you want to have expertise in your space and in, in some regard and you know i really hate that word because everybody claims to be a guru or an expert these days it's so easy to be like you know, claiming that you're an expert in absolutely everything, but, but this, we're talking about like true expertise that only you can tell your story in this specific way because of your set of skills and knowledge in that space. So that really yeah. needs to be number one. It's not about yeah. your followers. Yeah. Uh, the next percentage, 15% 
is your ability to execute. So which this, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, actually this, su surprised that's a that's not a, that's not a larger chunk. I mean, I think this is where so many people, myself included, in in the game of, of self-promotion, uh, I, I totally fail. I'm a total failure when it comes to that <laughs> component right there. Well, I mean, but not for other people. Isn't that interesting? So with our clients, I mean, we execute all day long. We, we talk about it a lot. Like, oh God, we're just constantly in execution. Like we help our clients execute. But yeah, when it comes to yourself and you've got to be able to actually execute and, and get trigger, it done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's huge. And that, that seems like such a, not even part of an author platform, but, but if you want to be an author, I mean, you have to be able to deliver, you have to be able to execute. So that's very important. Um, mm -hmm. Existing readership, 10% is existing readership. And again, if you're a brand new author, this doesn't yet exist, but maybe you do have a blog somewhere. Maybe you have a regular column. Maybe you already have a readership somewhere out there, you know, in the world beyond social media or even on social media, you know, maybe you write little micro blogs and people love to come, you know, read what you have to say, but that really matters, especially once you become published, like in my genre, once I kind of was established, I do have those repeat readers where I, you know, don't have to work quite as hard as I did that first book to reach those same readers and hopefully build upon it. But, but that does matter. Um, mm -hmm. your existing well, and, and I would say like, I think it's good. Uh, you know, I think that's um, a good observation that like, if you do have, if you're a first time writer and you do have a blog or you do have, you know, or, or whatever, you do have some, um, you know, clips from previous publications, like those count and you want to like leverage that kind of stuff when you go to build your author platform. And, or if you don't, if you haven't start one, you know, starting a blog is like, is definitely is the, the first and easiest way. Like it's just at your fingertips, um, to, to start getting, uh, getting yourself out there in that way. Definitely. And another element, which is kind of surprising, but such an important one is personality. That's also 10% of your author platform. Mm -hmm. I, I recently did not to shit talk about other authors, but I recently did a virtual event and I, you know, it was with three other authors, one of whom I love uh, is a dear friend of mine and the other two writers I hadn't met, but it was just like this stoic, serious, you know, I was trying to like joke and, and be light and fun. And it, it, there was just this like seriousness and these really awkward silences. And it was so interesting because I couldn't get a sense of who they were. And right. I think as an author, you have a very short period of time to capture someone's attention. And I'm not saying you have to be someone else or act like someone else, but really do if you're naturally humorous or you are serious or motivational, whatever it is, make sure your personality exists, you know, out there play somewhere. Play your strengths, or, man. Play yeah. your strengths, always. Right, unless, unless you have a shitty personality. And, just, and then you're fine. Sorry, guys. Then, then, sorry, yeah. Um, previous books, that's another one. Again, doesn't apply if you're a first-time author, but but that does matter. And, and, you know, a lot of times we have clients who come to us who have self-published books and they want to get traditionally published. And publishers will look at those sales numbers if you do bring up those books. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, you know, if, and, and maybe you don't have a book, but maybe you do have some really successful articles out there that have gotten like a ton of views or something that's Absolutely. gone viral, or, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a book, but that, that you have some sort of visibility, I think is important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And, and I, you know, on that note, uh, previous media as well. And yep. I think, although this might seem elusive, this might seem um, maybe, you know, something either you haven't started or haven't established or haven't dabbled in, uh, you know, in a, in a, it's easier now than ever uh, to, to, to conjure that up. I mean, uh, you know, that's sort of, that can be anything that can be, you know, a vlog, a video cast, um, podcasts much like this one like those are those are ways to kind of begin to uh lay lay a very simple foundation for these components of uh of the platform equation absolutely and then the last two both comprising 10 percent are social media so i mean even if Fuck. you hate and, 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 well but, but look 10 percent. look what a tiny little Truly. piece of that pie Thank it is God. and that's yeah and Thank that's what we put God all our emphasis on. And again, we talk a lot about authors who don't even not even emphasis, total reliance. Yeah. Total reliance on on it. And just, I mean, I'm guilty of that too. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to like, like that. I feel like that's my only way to reach people is social media. I mean, that's what we all kind of have been led to believe now. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Instagram is not going to make or break you. No, it is not. But I will say I get very frustrated um, when I talk to agents consistently and pitch these proposals. And the first thing they go to beyond beyond the idea is just like, nope, they don't have they don't have a big enough following. I, I hear it literally every week. And I'm like, but their following isn't just about the numbers on Facebook. Like Sometimes I feel like agents today aren't digging and aren't looking a little bit deeper and aren't thinking ahead because, you know, if social media implodes one day, which I think it will, like, where does that leave all of these people who've built businesses or brands? Yeah. Well, there are even like there are screenwriters in the film industry whose job or sale uh, depends on their fucking Twitter following sometimes. It's absurd. Like it's absurd that 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 alone can factor into um, a calculation like that. So uh, overweight, it's It's so overblown. It's unfortunate. I mean, I was talking to someone today who's launching a book and they're so overwhelmed. And, you know, Joe, you and I have talked about this, but like we have gotten so far away from doing the deep work and, and really focusing on our craft because we do have to worry about everything else and how to sell our books and how to market and how to publicize and having a social media presence. And it's way, way, way too overwhelming. And it was never supposed to be this way. And again, we've once again forgotten that it used to not be this way and that writers were allowed to be writers, artists were allowed to be artists, musicians were allowed to be musicians. And now we've just all bought into this story that we have to play this crazy chaotic game. And I challenge writers, especially if you're trying to get published or if you're out there to think about new ways to create an author platform that feel good to you. If you were consistently building and doing things that don't feel good to you, people can tell 
It's not going to last and you don't have to do it. I mean, that's the thing. You don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. So look at this, like, look at, look at the breakdown we've got here. Look at the breakdown you got here. Uh, What is the largest part of that pie uh, is occupied by expertise, personality, and ability to execute. That is all you. That is all person. That is all like what, what makes you up as a, as a writer and an artist and has nothing to do with algorithms or hashtags or trends. Nope. And, and the last piece of that, you know, that whole little pie, what it's contacts, it's who you, who's Mm -hmm. in your sphere. And when I'm working with an author, when we work with authors, specifically nonfiction, I always, you know, ask them like, who do you know, maybe not even like that has anything to do with your book, but someone or people in your sphere who can really help you cross promote, like maybe, yeah, maybe you don't want to be out there in the digital world, but maybe there are people who, you know, who are really willing to help, um, get, you know, spread the word and, and get your work out there. And Mm -hmm. so again, there are other ways to go about this than just focusing specifically on social media. So again, expertise, ability to execute existing readership, personality, previous books, previous media, social media, and contacts. That is what devises, uh, an author platform. Hey guys, I just wanted to uh, check in for a second to talk about a podcast that I'm really digging and wanted to try to uh, maybe direct your your attention there. If you're curious about stuff like psychedelic medicines or flow states or how our deepest human traumas can somehow become our greatest hidden strengths, then you have to check out the Worth the Fight podcast. Uh, it's available anywhere you get your podcasts and it's, it's hosted by published author Matt Simpson, uh, who talks to a new guest every week about their journey um, walks through their journey and their transformation to tell their, their worth the fight story. Uh, it's a podcast about healing, about hope, about expansion. And I can't help but be touched and inspired um, uh, every time I listen. Um, it, it reminds me that we all are indeed uh, worth the fight. Uh, most recent rep- episode is a very popular um, uh, repost of, of, of a past recording uh, where uh, Matt talks to Rick Doblin, a PhD who's uh, the advent is discusses the advents of curing PTSD with uh, MDMA assisted psychotherapy. It's a great episode. Um, Worth the fight podcast. It's great. It's a reminder uh, about how to get through, uh, how to transcend, how, how to get over, how to change, how to adapt, and um, really think that it's excellent. It's a Soulfire podcast. So check it out, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Worth a fight with Matt Simpson. So there are all these different components and it should be kind of a, a sigh of relief to writers to know that there's more than one way to go about growing an author platform, mm-hmm. which is what we're going to mm-hmm. go get into now. The five ways to grow a platform <laughs> that aren't dependent upon Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and everything else. Any so, of that shit. <laughs> you bet. Yes, I'm sorry. Any of that shit. So, um, yes. No. Well, yeah. Go ahead. And these are these are five of many. Like, and we, you know, we encourage our clients to do this, and we're going to encourage you, uh, our listenership. Like, you know, keep thinking, keep pushing, keep thinking outside the box a little bit. Like, I think. You know, and I, I don't want to sit here and, and trash talk social media because I think we can all see the advents of it. But uh, I do think in a lot of ways, our dependency on it has really limited our, our range range of vision. And I think yep. 
that these are these are five solid ways uh, that you can grow your author platform, but there are so many others out there. And and again, one of the things we talked about just previously, utilizing your strengths, get to know your own strengths, and then you know take some take these five or take take some others, brainstorm some others, and really really uh, kind of craft them so that they're really yours. Absolutely. They, they really like really suit you. Absolutely. Um, let's see, what do we got here? Uh, first one, first, uh, um, and uh, keeping in mind that, uh, you know, what we said before, growing a platform is a time-consuming effort, um, <laughs> but well worth it. First first and foremost, get your work out there. Um, yep. This, this could be anything, uh, but identify some top outlets where you can submit, get, uh, you know, try to get published, um, distribute some of your really quality work, work to these outlets so that you can be identified by, by your target audience so that you, you know, you're, you're associated with that work. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of the first pieces of advice I give to people who come to me, they want to write a book they don't really have an author platform. They don't really know where to begin, but they have a very definitive voice or they have like all of these ideas for blogs or pitches and it's identifying those outlets that you would love to be featured in and pitching yourself to those editors to try to either land a one-off article or land a, a column. You know, you don't have to go for the giant, giant outlets, but you know, if you can get consistently published uh, either in random outlets or in the same one week over week, you're exposing yourself to a whole new readership. You're gaining credibility and mm -hmm. it just further legitimizes your reasons for people wanting a book. Like I, I had a girl recently come to me. She had a very evocative idea. Um, and rather than go straight to pitching her for a book, we're trying to pitch her to get a column in a really popular magazine and putting all of our efforts there. Um, so again, she can kind of get a track record underneath her, get some more eyeballs on her work. And then from there, try to pitch a book. I think it's well, just a better strategy. I agree. And I think if you're a fiction writer too, like, uh, in particular, you're working on a, on a fiction project. Like I, I think that a lot of times we, uh, whatever the opposite of putting the cart, well, we, we do put the horse before the cart, which is appropriate, but I think we think that we're those, those kind of side uh, jobs, those clips are going to come to us later after we published, but I would say don't wait. And particularly for fiction writers, I would say like book reviews, um, culture pages, yep. uh, personal essays, even film, film criticism, your local or regional newspaper publication or, or a website or, or, um, you know, and, and all of these, like, and we'll do a future podcast, a future episode about this, but uh, all editors to pitch to for, for places like that, where your work, like, you know, like uh, pop culture websites, uh, are, are places that you can easily pitch to and the mastheads are, are readily available. Um, so there's no reason that you can't sit down and get started on something like this right now. Yeah. Start local too. I mean, that's such a great piece of advice. I remember when I got divorced, uh, after my, my first marriage, I moved back to Chicago and I wanted to just write. I was like, I'm fucking, I'm going all in. I'm just going to be a writer. And the very first thing I got was writing book reviews for, um, an alumni magazine at Columbia called demo. 
and I got paid to do book reviews. And then I got hired as a ghostwriter and flew to Switzerland and wrote a book about Swiss chocolate. And then, <laughs> and then again, started writing for, um, I did some stuff with the Tribune and, you know, I had a blog that, that actually did quite well way before blogs were even like super, super popular and really tried to start on a local level because that felt, um, less overwhelming to me. And so never, you know, never overlook locally what's going on. And sometimes it's really easy to get in touch with those editors, look them up on LinkedIn or, if you are on social media, you know, send someone a direct message, connect with them and, and just see what they're looking for. And also going to the outlets that you really love, go to those outlets, look at like, I'd say the last three weeks, four weeks of what's been published and see where you might be able to fill in the gap, see what yeah. hasn't been covered, yeah. see what's trending and yeah. you know, how you can bring your own expertise to it. And I also say, you know, if you have content that you talk about all the time or that goes along with your book idea, come up with three to five definitive pitches. They, they can be like a paragraph long, but that mm -hmm. you have ready so you can mm -hmm. pitch to an editor at the drop of a hat. It's pitching is so fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I do it for a lot of people and have done it for for myself as well. But it's so fun and there is such an art to it. But but again, it's, it's, it's a really important skill to hone as you build your author platform. And another way to grow that platform, in addition to pitching yourself and getting your work out there in pre-existing publications is to produce your own work on your own platform. Yes. Um, and this could be a number of things. This could be blog. This could be an email list. This could be a newsletter, podcast, videocast, digital downloads, whatever. Uh, the list is endless and growing, but you should yep. be producing this work and putting it out on a platform to build your own audience um, as, uh, as, as well as pitching your work to, uh, to pre-existing publications. And see, this is where I get frustrated with social media because I feel like so many people, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. Like I love blogging and I love writing, but I'm like, oh, to start a blog all over again from nothing. Like I look at all these other people that have millions of followers or millions of subscribers. Like who am I to start, <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to start at zero. But then again, what you're writing, if, if you have 10 people who are reading your work, that that's 10 people who are engaged with your material. That's 10 people who could then share whatever it is that you're sharing and, and spread the message. We, we focus so much on the outcome and so much on the numbers instead of who you're trying to talk to, who is your ideal reader, go yeah. after them, act like you're talking to one specific person. And then just again, dial in, dial in, dial in and share, or, or maybe you have a story. So maybe you wrote like, a blog, or you have a very inspirational story, or you did a video, start sharing that message wherever you can to who, whomever yeah. will listen as much as possible. And, and again, realize that you don't have to do it all like in a week or today, you know, this totally. is a long term game and you have to kind of see what works, see what doesn't see what you like to do. I mean, so much of building a platform is focusing on the things that you like to do. And if you hate to write, then don't be a blogger, like, or don't, don't have an email list. Like, Good that's not bit of thing. advice there. <laughs> you don't want to write, don't be a writer. Don't no, I mean, 
No, I guess what I actually mean is don't do something that you're not going to be consistent with. Like, right. you know, yeah. and I've been guilty of that as well. Like I'll start a blog and like, eh, no, I'm not going to keep up with that. Or yeah, I really want to grow our email subscriber list. And then I don't put any energy into that. So right. getting organized and, and really honing in on, on your and, readers and, and learning and, and being willing and open to learn. I think, you know, it's, it's interesting. We talk about this a lot, but like the things that can commingle to really stop a writer, uh, not only from writing or trying to publish, but, or the path to publishing, but also I think with building an author platform is like a, com- a weird combination of like ego and self-consciousness. Um, sure. and I think that's two things that are right way. We, we really try to strip away is like strip down the ego, but also stripping down the self-consciousness by pulling back the curtain there, there, you know, I think in addition to the confidence it takes to put out that blog to 10 people, um, it also takes a certain degree of confidence to pitch editors at publications or to just feel like that's a, that's a consequence free. Like I'm going to try anything I can. I'm going to utilize every Avenue. Um, and I'm not going to be deterred by no's or by rejections. Um, so yeah, I think like being open and your uh, willingness to learn how to do these things the right way, you know, not to no, no self-promotion intended, um, yeah. <laughs> is, is, is a good thing to have a really kind of like, and I, you know, go back to Amberly Lago. Like what was the, one of the first yeah. things she talked about was her willingness to be like, I don't know. I want to learn. Yep. That's, yep. that's a, a great attitude to have going into this. Absolutely. And another, you know, kind of going right off of that, another wonderful way to build an author platform, especially right now is create your own virtual events at home, like start your own webinar, start a virtual book club, start, you know, uh, some sort of digital course, if you want to do that, or some sort of e-learning experience or some sort of membership that you can do from the comfort of your own home that you can blast out there however you want or to your own private network and really start to get comfortable with trying your hand at different things. Maybe you start a YouTube channel. Maybe you, like I have a friend who just started a YouTube channel for shits and giggles. And she's like, I have 13 subscribers, but it is such a fun outlet for her. She's kind of doing spoken word and just pouring it all out there. And it's something she never would have done had COVID not hit. Yeah. And so a lot of people who love to speak at events, which is a great way to get in front of people. We can't really do that right now. So maybe you record, you know, again, you take those pitches. If you have ideas for blogs or ideas for courses or podcasts, turn it into some sort of virtual event for people, create a a community that way, just try it, do a ticketed event, have wine, you know, have some sort of cool course or something you're talking about. You, You know, Joe and I have been talking about that as well. And and really creating kind of this virtual experience and, or doing a Q and a, if you're an expert and, inviting people into your world to help them, to serve them uh, a wonderful way to build your platform. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, to piggyback on that, that way uh, to grow a platform is uh, the, the other way is also uh, integral to the process is developing your target audience. And, you know, obviously, first of all, you, you want to have a target audience. Um, (laughs) and you know, I especially worry, not worry, but I I think about fiction are, you know, a lot of fiction writers, a lot, I think they don't 
have as clear of a sense of that yeah. as, as, as a lot of nonfiction writers, but you really do want to like hone in on a target audience for sure. And, uh, and, and really develop your engagement with them. Come, oh my gosh. I mean, this is the number one, I think it's just the number one tool before you build an author platform, you have to know who you're building it for. So mm -hmm. yeah, if you're a fiction writer, you're talking directly to your reader. If you're a nonfiction mm -hmm. uh, writer, yes, you're talking to your reader, but you're talking probably to a potential customer, a potential client, yep. a potential partner in some way. You have to get crystal clear on who that person is and develop everything around them. Um, number one thing you should probably do and we probably should have <laughs> led with that one but you have to know who you're talking because it because is. it affects everything right so no it matter does. what yep. content you're putting out there no matter what kind of content you're yourself publishing or putting on your own platform whatever events you might be curating or producing or online marketing promotion it's all that's all going to be filtered through uh the, the this this key point this development of your target audience hundred percent. And then the last one, which I love this one because it kind of takes the pressure <laughs> off the author, yeah. but partner with other peers or influencers, even though I hate that fucking word so much, but partner with them to help cross promote. So if you are putting out a digital course, if you have an awesome business idea or book idea or need to promote in some way, look at the people in your sphere and don't be afraid to ask for help. And yes, you can base this in reciprocity and offer something in return, but really partner with people who already have that visibility, who already have that network and see not if you can use them in any way, but if you can get yourself out there, you know, I mean, it happens all the time. Like someone gets featured somewhere and or someone takes a video and they go viral and then they explode overnight. And I mean, that's another way to, to blow up your author platform. If you have something yeah. that happens where you go viral or, you know, people get so annoyed with celebrities because they write books, which as we all know, most celebrities do not, they hire ghostwriters, but they already have that platform. So it's so easy to then sell a product because people are already ready and willing to buy it. But we can't, we've got to block that out when we're trying to build a platform because it can feel so intimidating. It can feel like, well, what's the point? I'll never, you know, reach that many followers or that many people, but it's not about reaching all those people. It's about reaching your readers and your target audience. So looking again at influencers or peers in your space and seeing, you know, if they can help you with that. Well, and that's the those that's the seedlings of, of a community. And we talk about exactly. that. Also. I think, you know, it, that doesn't have to be the driving force here. Um, right. Uh, but because par partnerships can, can work really well in that way. But it's that's also a nice there's there's so many benefits to that as you move forward in building the author platform. And as you move into your your path to publishing, I think um, yeah, it's an important thing to have. Definitely. And listen, this can be so overwhelming. Like we were in the it process is, of, it is. is overwhelming. So we were in the process or, uh, of looking for um, someone to help us with marketing and strategy. And we had a lot of amazing candidates who gave us strategies, like pages and pages and pages and pages of what we could do. And that really mimics, like when you get in the publishing industry and in the publishing world, oh my God, you get like, the marketing strategies or your, your, your book launch strategy can be like 
pages long and you say that you're going to do all this stuff. And then what always happens nine times out of 10 is you just get paralyzed because it's so much and Mm -hmm. you don't do any of it. So I always say, and I've got it written on my little whiteboard over here. I have how to build an author platform when you don't have time to build an author platform. I have number one, focus on what you want to do. So figure out like what you actually enjoy doing and how you like communicating with people. I have focus on what you can do. So what Mm. can you realistically do? Like, sure, you might want to start a podcast, but if you have no idea how to do it and no time to do it, then that's probably not going to happen and you need to nix it. And then the third one is focus on what you will do. So what will you actually execute on a consistent basis day after day, week after week? Which there's the, there's your operative phrase too, on a consistent basis, like. Consistency is the key to building an author platform. I mean, it, it just is. And I've made so many mistakes in this arena. Like I, you know, recently have been talking about deleting social media. I deleted Twitter because I don't understand it. And I just, I just don't get it. So I was like done. And then I said, I was going to delete Facebook and Twitter, still going to delete Facebook. But I got on Instagram the other day. I posted, I I haven't been posting and I posted a picture of me, like my computer and turning in my fourth book. And I got more engagement and more, you know, just um, conversation going around the process of writing a book. And I was like, Oh, I totally forgot that I cultivated this community from the beginning around getting published and giving them a peek inside of that. And Mm -hmm. I've forgotten that, like I've forgotten that, Oh no, I do have a community here. Who's interested in what I have to say and publishing. And I think we just get so overwhelmed with with everything and what we could be doing that sometimes we forget that just having a conversation and connection can also be a really powerful tool that does not have to exist on social media that can be in every arena of life. But I think that it really is about that connection and about kind of what you're offering to whatever community that you build. Absolutely. Did you zone out there for a second, Joe? I kind of of feel like I'm being watched. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know there's like a creepy old man in the background. Uh, I'm, in my, I'm upstairs at my parents' house. Uh, some weird background stuff. Um, yeah, it's interesting art. <laughs> guys, like keep these in mind. Five ways to grow your author platform. Get your work out there. Pitch, pitch, yes. pitch. Produce a body of work on your own platform. Speak, create virtual or in-person events, readings, whatever. Uh, develop that target audience and partner with your peers. Or yes. influencers, but we won't. We don't uh, want to say that too often. Um, <laughs> keep keep these things in mind. Um, and again, like you know, we say we say the same with that that book that you want to write. There's no time to start on this stuff uh, like right now. So uh, way all- before you have a book. Way before you have a all book. All stuff start you now. could do. You could start today. Um, today. But I think your point was great. Definitely look at what you can, what you want, what you can get done um, on a consistent basis because that's going to really determine the success of the thing. Consistency is king. Thanks, guys. Until next week. 